Well, it's time to get the insights of Holly Rowe of ESPN. Of course, sideline reporter there, kind enough to join us here for a few minutes on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. And before we do that, please leave us a rating, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you're getting your podcasts. Uh, We appreciate that and appreciate you. And in turn, we'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie. If you leave us a rating and a review, send me a screenshot of the rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we'll get that koozie in the mail for you right away. And before we dive into it, guys, we are always talking stats on this show, right? We bring it up quite often, actually. Well, here's some numbers for you. 85% of women think bad grooming is a major turnoff. And 89% of men think good grooming is essential to their professional success. That's why this show right here, Heartland College Sports Weekly, has become partners with Manscaped. I know you've all got that Manscaping story where things went haywire. I don't want to go down that road. Keep it to yourself. But I know you have it, okay? I know you have it. Well, Manscaped.com has its new electric trimmer, the Lawnmower 2.0. And the thing is a beauty, so accidents are a thing of the past. This lawnmower 2.0 is the real deal. It's kind of like Kansas football 2.0 from recent seasons. They're playing pretty well right now, right? So from 15 minutes on one charge to now 60 minutes on one charge, it includes a rechargeable battery, no more double A's. And with the promo code HEARTLAND20, that's HEARTLAND20 at manscaped.com, you get 20% off and free shipping with the code. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com by using the code HEARTLAND20. That's manscaped.com, HEARTLAND20. I promise you, you won't regret it. I'm loving mine. Appreciate it, guys. Now let's get to ESPN's Holly Rowe. Holly, it is uh, great to have you on, and I know you are bouncing all over the place. I know you were at a Big Ten game this past weekend, but you're obviously on the Big 12 SiriusXM channel a bunch as well. So uh, just take us through, if you could, a crazy weekend for the Big 12. You have all four underdogs losing OU was probably the biggest surprise, but what does this past weekend tell you about this conference? Well, I think it's something that we knew all along, including going into the year, is that the conference was more deep than it has been, that there was depth in the comp- you know the competition, and with some of the teams that are coming up that have been kind of easier wins for teams like Kansas, you can't just roll into Lawrence and expect to win anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really interesting. It adds some real intrigue to the conference, and I think – you know, Kansas State has struggled the last couple of years. So for them to be competitive like this and knock off Oklahoma, I think it just reinforces what we've known all along is that the conference is really deep and there's a lot of parity. So, Holly, as you mentioned there, Kansas no longer kind of that uh, that team that everybody could automatically count as a win. Uh, from covering college football and knowing what Les Miles is all about, what he brings to the table, how surprised have you been by this, you know, season one rejuvenation of this team in this program? I'm going to be honest. I'm I'm surprised. Is when they hired Les, you know, I really like Les Miles. He's a great guy. He's a great coach. But I really wondered at his ability to adapt to an offensive style. That's been a big storyline this year in college football with his former team, LSU, all of a sudden coming into this crazy high-scoring offensive frame. And a lot of people saying, you know, if Les Miles had just done that, he might still be there. So now he goes to a conference that's known for scoring, known for putting up a lot of points. And I just wasn't sure how it would go, and I wondered about the hire, to be honest with you. And I think he's proving a lot of us wrong. I mean, obviously, they have three wins, so let's not you know, burn the boats or anything mm-hmm. quite yet. But I do think it's important that they're being competitive. 
They, they're two points away from winning at Texas. They come back and win this weekend. This is a competitive football team, and I just got off the phone with their quarterback, Carter Stanley, and he said, we're resilient. You know, I know that outside people think that we're not trying and we're not competing, but we are grinding every day and trying to get better, and it's finally starting to pay off, and they finally got a, an offensive coordinator in Brent Dearman who's putting their weapons into play, and they do have some weapons. They've got a couple of skill guys that I think everybody in the country would want, and we're starting to see them utilized a little more effectively. Holly Rowe, ESPN, is joining us here on the show. I'm Pete Mundo. Uh, Holly, as as you look ahead for this conference, I mean, the OU loss hurts them. Uh, they don't have that great non-conference win either. How much do you think this conference is uh, in peril of making the college football playoff? I mean, Baylor's undefeated, but how long is that going to last? I think it's a fair question. So uh, what are you seeing here as you look at the college football landscape in general and whether or not the Big 12 can get a team in the playoff? I think we're still in October. You know, I think mm-hmm. so much shakes out in the middle weeks of November. Alabama and LSU still have to play. And so while we still focus on the teams that are undefeated and that they're going to be the ones to run the table, it is still really hard in this day and age to go undefeated. I think the team that has the best shot of that right now is Clemson because their schedule is just not that challenging except for maybe a, a rivalry game at South Carolina to end their season. But you look at Alabama, LSU, those teams will knock each other off. Georgia's already got a loss. Um, Oregon is hanging on with one loss, but they're winning kind of ugly right now, late in games, barely won against Washington State. They don't seem dominant. So, yes, on the outside, it looks like this might be a tough break for Oklahoma in the college football playoff, but I do believe there's a ton of football left to be played. I'll be shocked if the conference champions don't have one loss across the board. You know, Ohio State is a team that, I kind of picked in my preseason top four that they would be in the college football playoff, and they look the best out of everybody right now, in my opinion. And they have a really tough game coming up against Penn State. So, you know, then they would still have to win in the Big Ten championship game. So there's still so much left to be played. I think it's Mm -hmm. going to sort itself out. I just don't think Oklahoma's going to be out of it at the end of the day, though. Holly, let's touch on uh, hoops for a little bit. I know you were up in Kansas City for uh, Big 12 Media Day here last week. Uh, You know, it's an interesting year for the conference. Kansas picked to win it again, but there's a lot of unknowns about all of these teams, it seems like, in the Big 12 this year. Depth is supposed to be, you know, once again, a a good thing and a positive thing for this conference. But if you were to talk to somebody who's not a Big 12 basketball fan, try to explain what this year is going to be for this conference, how would you try to put it together? Well, I think that there's a lot of unknowns. And the reason is, one, we know what Kansas is. Kansas mm-hmm. is going to be good. Yeah. You know, they're ranked preseason number three. I, I believe Kansas is all of that. They have depth. They have size. They have guard play. I do think Kansas is going to be really good. But the question that we're all kind of wondering is, how does all the external stuff impact them? I, I personally don't think it will impact them because I think these kids are removed from that. They don't care. They're resilient. They just want to play and get theirs. So I think it's Kansas and everybody else right now at this point because teams like Texas Tech that won it last year and are good, they lost a lot of guys, and and they've got so many new faces that they're going to have to reintroduce. Kansas State lost a lot of guys, three three crucial seniors. They're rebuilding a little bit. West Virginia is a team that I think could make a big jump. But, um, 
you know, it, it's interesting. There's going to be some real unknowns until we settle into maybe January and conference play begins. Holly, obviously you're a staple on Big Monday, so you've been all over the Big 12 for these games. Um, I don't want to ask you what your favorite arena is, but what do you think is the most underrated uh, Big 12 basketball scene in the country? Oh, underrated. Well, I, I'm going to be honest. For many years, people would ask me what my favorite was, and I've tried to be politically correct for so many years. <laughs> and finally, I, I got cancer, and I was just like, life's too short to be politically correct. <laughs> Kansas is the best venue in the country. Don't don't yell at me. Don't at me. Don't call me biased. <laughs> it's just it, it's the culmination. You turn onto Naismith Drive to go to that game, which, you know, there's just so many elements of the history of the game there. And then the fans are great. The students are great. People are packed into these little bleachers. It's just, it's the best. Um, Hilton is right up there. I'm trying to think what would be underrated is um, maybe Kansas State. But I think my only complaint about Kansas State is they don't do it every single game. When they play Kansas, it's often just like the best scene ever. Mm -hmm. So I would say the Octagon of Doom is pretty underrated. All right, I like that. I think a lot of people would agree with you there. Hey, guys, it's Pete Mundo, and as we get going with conference play here in the Big 12, we're going to be placing all our bets with mybookie.ag, and I hope you will as well. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the absolute best. They've got the latest lines for the Big 12, and you can even continue to bet as the game goes on with in-game live betting. That's pretty cool. I'm going to be trying it this season. So if you join my bookie now, you'll double your first deposit with the promo code BIG12. That's BIG12 to activate the offer at mybookie.ag. You can't beat it. They'll double that first deposit with a minimum deposit of $45, maximum deposit of $1,000. And you can try that parlay. I always give it a shot. Got to be honest, doesn't end up too well. But it's fun, and that's what this is about. So check it out, mybookie.ag, promo code BIG12, that's BIG12, for a 100% sign-up bonus, mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Holly Rose joining us. Holly, it's it's been, what, 20-plus years for you on the ESPN uh, sidelines. So I want to uh, pick your brain a little bit here as you know, young people are listening and thinking about this crazy business that uh, you have had a wild amount of success in. And as you look back on your journey, you know, you pointed to uh, the cancer that you battled here the last several years. Uh, what has been the thing that has gotten you through all of this in a, in a male-dominated industry as well? Uh, what is that one thing, that characteristic of yours, that has gotten you to this point? It's passion. I am absolutely 1,000 completely percent obsessed with sports. So I'm a little kid. Like, I can still remember the first day I cried over my team losing BYU lost in the Fiesta Bowl in, I think it was 1976. I was 10 years old. You know, I, I just I have these vivid memories of sports from my whole life, and I'm obsessed with sports. So on my day off, I'll be like, oh, good, I'm not working today. I can go to a game. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how crazy I am. Like, literally, <laughs> that's how crazy I am. So I think for me, that's been my driving focal point is the love of the game, um, I had a crazy week this week. I went to Tennessee women's basketball and did media training with their team on Monday, flew to Kansas City, did women's Big 12 basketball media day Tuesday, went out to Kansas, did media training with their men Tuesday night, then went back to Kansas City Wednesday, did Big 12 men's basketball media day. The commissioner of the Big 12 let me catch a ride on his private plane, went to Austin and did Baylor, number one Baylor at Texas volleyball that night. And then I drove to Waco, visited with Matt Rule, Scott Drew, 
and spoke at a, a tip-off luncheon with Kim Mulkey. So that was my week last week. So I think you can tell, one, I'm a crazy person, but two, <laughs> like sports drives me. It literally drives me. What that that is unbelievable, Holly. I mean that that's a testament of your stamina as well. I got to be honest. I mean that is crazy. I don't know how much you slept last week. It couldn't have been much though. No, and then I did a, a football game on Saturday, so I think I had something every single day except for Friday. And then that, of course, I was meeting with coaches. Oh, and I also went to Michigan State men's basketball practice Saturday morning and visited with Tom Izzo. They're ranked number one in the country. Um, and then did Penn State at Michigan State on Saturday night. Unbelievable. Holly, you know, uh, you, you look back on, on your career and you join ESPN, what, in the late 90s. You mentioned BYU, your alma mater. Um, you know, as obviously the business has changed in some ways for the better, in some ways for the worst. What do you tell young people who are like, you know, I want to be the next Holly Rowe. I want to be uh, whatever, the next Dan Shulman, whoever your favorite play-by-play or sideline person might be. What, what do you tell them? Well, I, I get this a lot. I, I mean, I have had thousands of kids come up to me and say, I want your job, and they should. I'm getting paid to watch sports. It's the best mm-hmm. job ever. <laughs> but I have met maybe 25 kids in 20 years that are willing to put in the work that it takes to have my job. And so I think people just think you're going to show up and be on TV and do a few things, and you're going to you know, be famous or whatever. And that's not what it is. I mean, I'm grinding as hard now as I ever have in my career to stay relevant and stay on top of things. And, you know, the media industry is changing. So I have to figure out how to shoot and edit and put stories together for social media. And, you know, I think my job's changed dramatically in the last 10 years of what I'm doing and how I'm trying to get stories out. So it takes endless work. It takes constant reinvention of yourself. I'll give you one example of someone I'm really proud of. So King McClure played basketball for Baylor for the last four years. And he's a young man that has a heart condition and has had to have an open heart surgery. And he was trying to weigh whether he would go overseas and continue his career, but where he's playing in gyms where the medical care may not be great. And if he had a heart incident, that could be deadly for him. So he has decided to forego his overseas career and get into media. So he has been shadowing me at games for the last year um, I've been putting him on the spot. I'll make him watch a game and then send me a video of his take from the game. He met me at the Women's College World Series where we went over games and pretended to be he was the color analyst for four hours one day. And then we submitted all that work to ESPN, and he just got hired to be uh, to do 20 games for ESPN this year. That so is I'm really fantastic. proud of King. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. I, I'm proud of him because he's one of the few people who would put in the work. And I said to him, I said, I will give you my time but you're going to have to make it worth it and make me sh- me want to invest in you as a kid. And uh, John Morris, the play-by-play guy for Baylor, also did reps and also did pretend games with King to get him ready. A lot of people down at Baylor really helped him. They put together a podcast for him, and he was doing these high-level podcasts. And, I mean, he's one kid that I will just respect forever because he, he said he wanted to do it, but he actually went out and has done the work to get that job. Well, Holly, that is a uh, great success story. Could not agree more. And she is Holly Rowe, of course, of ESPN, joining us here on the show. Holly, thanks so much for a few minutes. Always appreciate the insights, and we'll uh, do it again down the line. Can't wait. And also, people should always remember to tune in for Mondays on Big 12 Today. So we we look forward to talking to you every week, too. So thank you. Yes, Mondays, 5 o'clock Central. Holly, you're the best. Really appreciate it. Thank you. 
Well, it's great to have Holly Rowe on the show. What a pro. She's awesome and appreciate her time a lot. Please leave us that rating, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. That helps us out tremendously, guys. Thank you so much for doing that. In turn, I'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie if you leave me that rating and review. And then send me a screenshot of the rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you soon.